Welcome to the Tarot Coven cast. Real people, real talk, real magic. Listeners, and welcome to the first episode of the Tarot Coven podcast. I am your host and head witch in charge here at the Tarot Coven, Jasmine. Thank you so much for listening. I am so excited to get this show underway. It has been an idea that's just been bubbling around in my brain for so long, and I am so thrilled to finally get it started. This first episode is going to mainly be an introduction, well, mainly, it is an introduction to myself and my co-hosts and sort of just a a brief overview of what you can expect from this show moving forward. And then a little bit later today, the first full episode will debut and it's going to be about the new moon. So I think I'll get started with myself and... I set up some questions that I wanted me and my co-hosts to answer as just kind of a way for you to get to know us a little bit better. So let me just dive right in. So as I mentioned, my name is Jasmine, and I'm a writer, a tarot reader, a podcaster, a double Scorpio, a witch, and I love to watch and podcast about TV. In fact, some of you may know me from the Damn Fine TV podcast. What's up, finers? I love to read books, read tarot, explore astrology, and hang out with my fiance and our dog, who, yes, we did, in fact, name her after a character from a TV show, uh, the show Orphan Black. We named her after Kasima, And, of course, now she's staring at me. <laughs> I'll be asking my co-hosts why they decided to join me on the podcast, but for me, I have to say that I started the podcast because, well, as I mentioned, it's been an idea that's just been bubbling around in my psyche for so long. Um, but I just have always really wanted to do a witchy tarot podcast. And I just, for a long time, couldn't figure out how it was going to materialize. I knew that the idea was there, but I didn't know how to turn it into something tangible. And then a few months ago, One of my co-hosts started a tarot meetup and I connected with these women who, first of all, it's been just such a blessing to have that community and I hope to, you know, bring that community and build an even bigger community with all of you out there because of this podcast. But then once I met them and once we started chatting and once we realized this connection that we have, the show really just organically started to unfold and basically plan itself. And so just what a blessing. I'm so grateful. And they all agreed to be on it, which is amazing as well. So I hope that with the show that we're going to have these entertaining but educational conversations that, like I said, bring people together in a community of like-minded souls. And more on what to expect from the show in just a minute. But one of my next questions for everybody will be, what are your favorite tarot cards? And so I got to start with The Magician. This is the card that I identify with most, most. Um, it, It comes up so often for me. And it comes up in positions or for questions that are very personal, like 
when I'm making big decisions, the magician will show up in a way that really guides me towards like, yes, this is the answer or no, 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 girl, don't do that. And so I've really started developing, I mean, I have developed this really tight bond with the magician. It's been several months now of just like it always showing up and it always having a message for me. So that's my one true, the magician. But I also love the moon. It has so much wisdom. I mean, I love the moon and like the actual moon in general. So I feel like that has a tie to it. But it's always just such a beautiful card. It always offers such amazing wisdom. And as far as the minors go, I love stuff like the five of cups and the nine of swords. Yeah, I'm that bitch. I love dark tarot cards. I think they have so much medicine, so much, so much for us to... Uh, take and learn and grow and evolve from, you know, like the five of cups. It's like, no, feel your feelings, sit in the shit for a bit. You will figure out how to move on. You will find your two full cups, but you need to mourn these three fallen cups. It's okay. It's okay. Stop trying to bypass those feelings, right? The nine of swords, it looks scary. It might be scary, but it's also about examining your truths and facing up to your fears and finding the truth within them. And I think that it really empowers us to to shine a light in the darkness and to just face up to those things. And you know what? We're going to get into cards like that in future episodes. So I'm going to move on, round out the minor arcana here. I also really like the three of pentacles and the queen of wands. Queen of wands, that's like, that's so akin to the magician, right? Like she's just a boss witch. The three of pentacles has shown up just like the magician so often for me, especially in 2019 when I was trying to do like everything alone and really carry it all on my own shoulders. And then I started meeting these women and collaborating and it's just like things feel a lot smoother these days. They feel like they're going in the direction they were supposed to. So that's that for my favorite tarot cards, you know, at least for now. I'm sure they will shift and change as the years go by. The next question I have for my co-hosts is, what are your favorite other practices? And for me, it's writing. Writing is my first love. Um, That's what I consider my main practice. That's how I feel I bring magic into the world. That is my connection. That is my channel to magic. I think communication in general is really just my jam. Like obviously I like podcasting, right? I'm a huge linguophile, which basically just means I'm a big old nerd for words. So I really can't get enough of writing, talking, reading, all of that kind of stuff. You know, um, when I listen to a song, the thing that I hear, the lyrics, you know, Sure, I hear the beat, I hear all that kind of stuff, but really what stands out for me all the time are lyrics, like poetry, all that stuff. I just love the way that we can turn what's inside um, out with our words. And my final question for everyone will be, what does magic mean to you? And as I kind of have already alluded to, communication is magic to me. I see the written word especially as a means to make magic happen in our everyday lives. You know, the energy and the intention that we put into our words truly matters. And they can have such a deep impact on ourselves and those around us. Magic is also about taking your thoughts and ideas and turning them into something tangible. It's about influencing the world around you through your energy and intention, which, again, I think is particularly effective through language. 
So that rounds out all the questions and you're going to hear the answers from my co-host in just a few moments, but let me give you a lay of the land. So later today, the first full episode will be released and it's going to be about new moon intentions, you know, what what we all do at the new moon, advice that we have for setting intentions, rituals that we take part in, um, tarot spreads that we really like to do, all that kind of good stuff. So it'll get you all prepped and pumped for tomorrow's Pisces new moon. And then future episode topics, we're also going to do one about the full moon in a couple of weeks. We're going to talk about what I like to call the sticky cards uh, in the tarot deck, obviously. So these are the cards, you know, maybe like for some people, the five of cups and the nine of swords. It's the cards that really kind of get your goat and like grind your gears and you don't like seeing them come up. You don't really know how to work them into your spread. You don't. It's just, it's like, the ugh, ugh, you know, like there's no bad cards in the tarot. There's no, I mean, I guess you could say there's good cards, but I just feel like everything's pretty neutral in a way. Um, but there are cards that you flip them and you're like, oh, fuck you again. Or like, uh, what am I supposed to do with this? Right? So the sticky cards. Then we're going to do the sweet cards, the cards you love to see, the cards that just fill you with joy, the cards that you're like, oh yes, it's going to be a good day. Throughout season one, there's going to be a couple of episodes where we dish on pop culture. So we might talk about television, films, books, music, you know, things that are just going on in the world, basically how it relates to tarot, why we feel it has like a witchiness to it, stuff like that. So we might actually just chat about, oh, I don't know, the craft or um, tarot books that we've been reading or the chilling adventures of Sabrina, stuff like that. I feel like I really want to talk about Freddie Mercury. I'm obsessed with Queen right now, and I just feel like he was a magician. I feel like he has so many of the qualities of that card, and I just want to talk about that for hours. So maybe that'll come up too. Also, I just saw the movie Us, and I feel like it's about working with your shadow. And so maybe that will come up as well. Topics like that will be included in the pop culture episodes. We'll have a couple of those throughout season one, I think. We're also going to be doing, I haven't decided if they're going to be mini episodes or full length episodes, but we will be chatting about the wheel of the year. One of my co-hosts is very well-versed on the wheel of the year Sabbats, I think is how it's pronounced, but you know, like the solstices, Beltane, um, Samhain, all that kind of stuff. So we'll be definitely talking about that kind of stuff. I want to talk about whether or not we read reversals. Maybe we're going to chat about imposter syndrome. I don't know. Maybe I'm not even like good enough to talk about imposter syndrome. We'll see. Um, As you'll hear in one of the introductions, a co-host and I came up with an idea like kind of on the fly where we want to talk about cards that the more you work with them, they take on kind of a different meaning than you would have ever have found in the little white book or in anybody else's interpretation because they become so personal to you. And then in another introduction, actually, another co-host and I chat about how much she loves to forage for her own magical tools. How cool is that? So I think that's a whole episode in itself as well. Um, She also grows all her own herbs, which I think we could just like amalgamate into one episode. It'd be very, very beautiful. 
And I think that's it for now. Um, I don't want to give too much away. I want to leave some surprises for you guys. So I hope this has intrigued you, you know, gotten you a little enticed for what's to come. I cannot wait to introduce you to my amazing co-hosts. And I should just say that this episode is probably the only one where we won't all be recording together. It's been very difficult. This is the only difficult part. Like we're all on board. We all like the topic ideas. We all really want to do the podcast, but we live all, each one of us lives in a different time zone. So scheduling a day, a night, an evening, whatever, a time for us to all get together and figure it out has been challenging, but we figured out a way to move forward with it without us all having to be on the same call. But I think moving forward, this will be out of the ordinary. I think we'll all be together in the future. Fingers crossed. So without further ado, let me introduce you to my lovely co-hosts. Jesse, welcome to the first ever episode of the Tarot Coven podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled to start chatting with you about all of this good stuff. It's going to be a great season. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so glad that we're that we're doing this. As I've already mentioned before, it's been an idea of mine for so long, and I'm so glad that I met all of you lovely ladies, so that I could figure out how to finally bring it into the world. Um, So, I mean, I know who you are, but I would like to let our listeners know a little bit about you. So, Jesse, who are you? Why are you here? Hey, everybody out there in podcast world. Yes, my name is Jesse Bryant, and I am actually... uh, a resident of Boise, Idaho, so in the west of the United States, and came to Tarot a few years ago, but really have just fallen in love and felt like I have been deeply connected to these cards for so much longer, probably lifetimes. And uh, I've really started to get a passion towards helping make connections within the Tarot community because I had an opportunity to work through spreads with a few others at a workshop uh, last year and realized how just colorful that made tarot practice for me. So I wanted to do that for others and yeah, started a virtual meetup, which is how we came to meet, um, although mm-hmm. we were following each other on the gram prior to that, but what a crazy way to meet soul friends. It really was such a gift. And now I have a few things in the works for taking those meetups to a physical space, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, that is so exciting. And I should mention that Jesse is responsible for bringing the hosts of the Tarot Coven podcast together. So we definitely owe some gratitude towards Jesse for sure. It's such an amazing thing that you... The universe used my my (laughs) social or need for a... a Yes, connection point. Yeah. So I feel like we were truly destined to meet up in this way, which is so fun. That I know. like that's what the magic of um just trusting the universe that all comes together. It's amazing. Yeah, totally. 
Well, I I mean that's fine too. If you wanna if you wanna say it was the universe, it was a co-creation. Then either way, it was beautiful, yeah. and I'm so glad that we have all connected. And now we're gonna take it to the next level, kind of with the podcast too. So, well, and it's really exciting because you know anyone. I feel like to break down these silos where we sometimes feel so isolated wherever we're at, especially in the tarot community. Yeah. You may not feel like you can be vocal or learn or reach out to, or you just don't know where to reach. Sometimes those uh, groups or any resources are hard to come by. And because we live in such a connected age on the online space, it's a huge opportunity to meet other people that share like-minded hobbies um, like tarot. So yeah, very exciting. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, so speaking of tarot, why don't you share a few of your favorite tarot cards with us? Number one favorite tarot card for me is the sun. I just feel so connected to this card whenever it comes up. It's I am a pretty positive person and I think I just resonate with the, yeah, positive aspects. Mm -hmm. There really is no negative feature of a sun card when that comes up, uh, wherever it's at and spread it, it always means good things. And so I just really connect with that. That for sure is my number one. As far as, you know, most people pick the majors. I don't have too many majors that I would say are favorite cards. Outside of the sun, I, I connect with the hermit. I'm really starting to love the hermit card and what that means for kind of intuition development and growing and wisdom. I also feel connected to um, the Wheel of Fortune. I feel like Hmm. it's such an exciting ride. And anytime <laughs> I see that card, I know that there's a host of opportunities. It's almost like walking into, you know, create, choose your own adventure, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I love about that card. So another good one. As far as our minors, anytime I see that eight of wands, I know it's the universe is telling me to either downshift a little bit like, pull back on the control or put, you know, put some action behind something. It really depends on what I'm seeking at the time. But for me, that card always pops up uh, when I need some clarity. And Hmm. I also love the queen of pentacles card. It's something I aspire to be more of whenever, whenever that queen shows herself, um, it's always a nice, just reminder of what I'm moving towards. Sure. Gosh, I could go on and on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it is hard to pick favorites because there's so many wonderful cards in the deck. Um, I love that you mentioned the eight of wands because, you know, it's funny, the more you work with tarot and then the more you get to know other people that like tarot and you see how they work with the cards, like the eight of wands is something that always kind of reminds me of you because I think very early on in our meetups you kept pulling that card so now it's kind of one of those ones that I associate with Jesse so I'm I love that you brought that up Um, but I yeah and I love to learn that you it's like kind of hashtag goals for you with the queen of pentacles because I wouldn't have known that if I didn't ask the question so well thank you yeah okay so you know those those cards do, sometimes you do have cards that stick around yes, and they become more of a favorite as you 
move through whatever well for sure in life you're working working on at that time yeah and it's interesting they start to kind of take on a completely different meaning than you would ever find in one of the books or anybody else's interpretation because sometimes it's almost like you were saying when you see it come up now it's almost like a little nudge in a certain direction so it's not even maybe it doesn't even have to do with what the original interpretation of the card might be or the traditional one or whatever it's more like okay I know for sure to do this or or to say no to that or whatever it might be but it's so interesting the further you get with your cards how certain ones start to be those markers for you. Yes, yes. I was just reading a book um, that was talking, it actually didn't mention what card. It said this a couple times for different topics, but um, a reader who has been, gosh, reading for 30 years, I want to say it's the language of tarot. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting uh, perspective. But she said, especially when she's reading for anyone who is LGBTQA, she's got the a card that comes up. Hmm. And that card, it's, it's a court card, but she goes, I'm not going to tell you what court card it is. But whenever I see that card, I always know for me and what's coming out for whoever I'm reading for, that's signifying them in that space. And that, I kind of took that to heart because it's like paying attention, right? The yeah. more you work with your cards, what cards are coming up for certain uh, questions, topics, themes, and putting, you know, for you, it's kind of, I guess, however you're thinking about it or how you're connecting to that card in that way to just shelf that and pull, pull it out when you see it and use that as your meaning. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So just to, to veer away from tarot for a second, what are your other favorite practices or hobbies or stuff like that? What do you do when you're not slinging the cards? I know. Well, my day job is marketing and communications, and I do love that so much. I feel like I'm in a bit of a transition because as I've become more aware around me, um, I call it that mindfulness, almost Mm -hmm. being woken up. I really feel like there's a space for mindfulness in business. And so I'm leaning that direction. And really what's gotten me there is practice in yoga. I do meditation. I'm starting to, actually this year, I'm participating in a year-long program called the Ayurvedic Woman so Ayurvedic studies and Ayurvedic is the sister science to yoga. It's mm-hmm. really the, uh, what you're eating, kind of the nutritional side and balancing your physical body as you know, yoga is the movement of the body. Right. And then of course there's Vedic astrology, which is the astrological side. So doing a little bit of work in that area, but I love to watercolor. I love to read. I'm finding that more and more um, just connecting to nature, coming back to nature is really been important. And I do have children and it is a busy life, but I love to show them almost those (laughs) analog type uh, hobbies and activities, games and things that don't require electronics. It's really where I'm trying to steer myself. I mean, yes, I'm I love Instagram. It's really my main social media. And I do love learning online. And of course, I have to work with online. But yeah, I try to take all my hobbies offline. 
Yeah. No, that's great. I mean, I think we're, that's kind of just the world we live in, right? It's, we're inundated with technology. So any way you can find to step away from it, I think is always a good idea. So true. And then my final question for you for this intro podcast is what does magic mean to you? I believe magic to me is recognizing within yourself that inner voice who you are meant to be in this lifetime, making that connection and just settling yourself to almost that quiet within your inner knowing. I think that's why I love tarot so much is that it really is this connection to that intuition, but also Mm. could be used to spark an amazing creative streak, whatever that is, whether it's, you know, cooking or your art or, you know, computer programming or whatever it could be. Just finding what lights you up, really what is your practice in this world. And once you're discovering it, once you have discovered it, putting it into practice day to day and just enjoying each day. Like really that is the magic is realizing that life is beautiful. This life is beautiful. There are lessons to be learned, but to enjoy the ride. That is beautiful. I love that so much. Like it's such a, it's such a perfect answer because it's so true. Like there really is magic all around us all the time. And I, when I was coming up with my own answer to this, I flip flop back and forth between like something kind of like a a serious definition of what magic is. And then I was like, I don't know, like, what is it really? What does it just mean to me? Like, where do I find magic? But that is such a beautiful answer. Thank you for sharing that with us. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much, Jesse. And I look so forward to recording some actual episodes with you. I know you'll be back on the show very, very soon. And we will dig into so many magical topics together. I'm looking forward to that too. And everyone listening, grab your cards, take them with you everywhere you go. Keep that journal handy. They truly are an incredible tool for insight. So I can't wait for everybody to explore that with us. Yeah, absolutely. And Jesse, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, well, like I said, I've got uh, my main social presence is on Instagram at tarot tarot. And that last O is a zero, but you should be able to find me just by typing that in the search and also tarot tarot.com one T between tarot tarot. So yeah. I'm setting up meetups and kind of changing how the online meetups will go, but I'm putting together some, I think, great resources for those who are looking to do more meetups and tarot together, as I like to call it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure those are going to be great. I mean, if they're, if our meetups are anything to judge by, then they're going to be amazing. Thank you. Jack and Ovia, welcome to the first episode of the Tarot Coven podcast. I am so thrilled that you're here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me. Oh, it was such an honor to be invited. Thank you so much for having me on. Awesome. Well, I mean, I know all about you. I know how wonderful you are, but I would love to let our listeners know a little bit more about you. So who are you and why are you here? 
Oh, well, I'm a lot of things. <laughs> First and foremost, I'm a mother of four and a wife. I am a sovereign pagan druid, which means I am my own authority. I don't belong to a specific group, so I'm very open to new ideas and incorporating them into my spiritual practice. Um, and I'm also a very modest homesteader, so we have our little home out in the sticks. And I just wanted to be involved in the show simply because, first of all, I love you. I love your style, and you're very insightful and talented, Aww. and I just wanted to be a part of that. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. That's so kind. I like I same. That's why I invited you guys here. I'm so excited <laughs> to be able to talk with s- such lovely women, and I cannot wait to see where this show takes us. Oh, neither can I. Right? It's going to be so exciting to see it a few months down the road where it's how it's evolved and grown and all that kind of stuff. So, well, let's dive into my first question here. My first main question What are some of your favorite tarot cards? Oh, okay. I'm a Cancerian, so that changes by my mood. So let's just get that out there. <laughs> um, but overall, I'd have to say I love the star and the moon and the high priestess. They're all about, you know, those inner mysteries and discovering yourself and your shadow work, intuition. They just they just light me up. And also, I love that wheel and death combo because mm-hmm. I, I try to be consciously always open to accepting new ideas and releasing what doesn't work. So they just work really well in tandem for me. Yeah, beautiful. What about, are there any from the, from the minor arcana that you love? Uh, I do love that two of cups. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, when it comes up, I get excited and yeah. all of the aces. <laughs> yeah. Well, I agree. That- the two of cups is such a beautiful card. Mm-hmm. All right. And then what are some of your favorite other practices? I mean, you mentioned up top um, kind of a little bit about the practice that you follow. Did you want to dive into that or are there other things that you'd like to share with us? Oh, sure. Um, Well, I I try to stick mainly to Druidry because it just really resonates with me. So there's that really deep connection with the earth, with nature, with history and ancestry and genealogy. So those are actually all hobbies I have that may not seem spiritual, but to me, they are spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm the biggest history nerd you'll ever meet. (laughs) Um, And through that... um, I don't think I knew that about you. That's cool. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Surprise. I mean, we've talked a little um, bit about ancestry and genealogy just because we're both Canadian. And so I was, I think I was looking for your insight a couple months ago now. That's but right. um, that's yeah, right. but I didn't know you were such a nerd for it. I love it. Oh, oh, it's, it's almost disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in that same vein, actually, one of my other spiritual practices is gardening, which again, doesn't seem what most people would reach for, but I grow a lot of my own herbs and foods that I use in my practices and my, my daily spiritual care. Um, I also forage for magical tools, special sticks to use as wands or even incense, things like that. So yeah, you incorporate it in your everyday life. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I feel like there's maybe a whole episode there if you're, if you're willing to share some of that insight with us, because Foraging for your own <laughs> magical tools. I absolutely love that concept. So I'm yeah, going to have to yeah, write well, that find, down. Yeah. Well, I find that the most powerful tools you can have are the ones that you source yourself in your own space. So yeah. I mean, they're already attuned to the energy of your area. Right. So I just, I adore it. <laughs> 
No, that makes perfect sense. And the idea of growing all of your own herbs to use in your rituals and your daily practices and stuff, that's really beautiful too. I actually already have, I I was meaning to ask you offline, but I've already written down that we should do like an episode about herbs with you. I think that would be perfect. So yes, so much to dive into. Yeah. Well, and then finally, I just wanted to ask you, what does magic mean to you? I really had to think about this one because it was really hard to put into English words um, because it's more of a feeling. I'm sure you already know that feeling. Yes. Yeah. But overall, the way I captured it was it's the act of drawing in your own power, um, remembering who you are, and you're kind of holding dominion over your own fate rather than just being uh, complacent. So I, I feel like it's a really empowering practice and it nurtures your connection with the sacred because it reminds us that we are sacred and we are part of something that's much bigger than ourselves. And I I find that it just makes me a better person, just knowing that. Oh, that's really beautiful. You're so right, though. It is so hard to put it into words, which is kind of why I wanted to ask everyone that question. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad you gave us time, too, to think about it because it's hard. And I, I heard once a long time ago, and I don't remember where I heard it, but esotericism is a language. It's not a practice. And that just was, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. I, yeah, because I agree. I mean, I think that, well, first of all, it's subjective, right? And it's going to be so different for everybody. And I, I mean, that's also part of why I wanted to ask, because I think that we're all going to have such different, I mean, same, same, but different answers, you know, like it's all going to have (laughs) some sort of connecting thread, but it's all going to come from a very personal place. Um, but I just, being a lover of language, I love the idea of being able to put feelings into words and to try to express them and to try to share them with people. So, um, thank you for putting those feelings into words. I think it was, I think it was beautifully done. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And so those are all my questions. Is there anything else you want to share with the listeners, um, before we, you know, really get into some bigger topics in future episodes? Not in particular. I just, I really encourage people to follow along and, um, you know, they can follow us on Instagram. I'm sure you've, you're going to post all the links in, in the show notes, I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, kind of you might up. as well um, let us know where we can, I was going to ask you, but you can let us know now where, where we can find you on the internet. Uh, well, I have my Instagram account, which is Tarot and Time. Uh, I also have a website that I'm working on. So you can sign up for a newsletter and that'll give you all the updates. Um, But yeah, just going back to, I just, I hope that people will follow along because I feel like we have so much wisdom to share and it's not stuff that we got from books. This is from real practice. So it's real people using real language, doing real magic. And I just, I want to share that. Oh my goodness. I feel like you just came up with a tagline for the show. Ah, Real people doing... What was it? I'll have to listen back, but I feel like it's perfect. <laughs> real real people, <laughs> real magic, real language, something like that. It was so beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we will be chatting soon. Sounds great. Thanks, love. Elena, welcome to the very first episode of the Tarot Coven podcast. Thank you so much for being here. 
Thank you for having me. Um, I am really excited to be here. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I am so excited to have you. And, you know, I know a lot of wonderful things about you and I know why you're here, but I would love to share all of those facts with our listeners. So Elena, who are you? Why are you here? So um, I am here because I love tarot. Basically anything that has to do with being a witch, I'm just your you know, typical Bay Area, which from the hood, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> just that, but I have this big heart and I love to just spread that. And I love to just, um, provide guidance through tarot. Um, and so reading about tarot, um, and then when we connected through your, um, challenge your tarot challenge on um instagram that really like opened my mind to like really put myself out there because i used to be kind of shy about it but (laughs) i'm really so um i don't care anymore so i'm just gonna really (laughs) i'm just gonna just speak my truth because i feel like that's in this realm that's what i'm being called to do um, as a light worker is to just speak my truth, empower women and men, and just try, you know, raise my vibrations, but at the same time, just raise every, you know, people around me and help, you know, help them find their paths as well too. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. Thanks. I know. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, everything and like, you're supposed to just know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because it's like, naturally, I feel like we're just hanging out and I forget we're recording. But um, Yeah, of course, of course. Well, that's good, though. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Yeah, no, I just really uh, enjoy, you know, I really am very grateful for our connection and our friendship. You're one of the realest, you know, most talented women I've ever met. My oh soul my sister. Right back yeah, at you. So, yeah, so um, I am just down to connect astrology, witchy stuff you know, anything that I can support you with, um, I am here and that's kind of like what I'm about. Um, besides, you know, learning Reiki and journaling and trying to get my blog going and crystal healing and candle magic. But right now it's just more studying tarot, really. Nice. That's amazing. Yes. Okay. Well, speaking of tarot, why don't you tell us what a couple of your favorite tarot cards are? Ooh, um, because of you, I actually found out that um, who I am in tarot is the high priestess. And the more I am on my healing journey, the more she just keeps popping up in like my own readings that I have gotten or readings that I've done on myself um, or just readings that, you know, in general. And Mm -hmm. I just I feel like I just connect with her so much um, because she just is that bad bitch with the knowledge and she is just so in tune with herself and that's who like I aspire to be and um you know you know that I'm with working with a soul coach um because I feel like (laughs) you know as much as I want to help and heal the world I need healing myself and so I need guidance yeah and so she has helped me 
create like my, um, like a higher version of myself that I can like call upon when I'm feeling low, like my vibrations are low. And I always think of the high priestess and it's crazy because I love how in the tarot, she's right next to the magician. And mm-hmm. so I always think about you, girl. <laughs> yeah, we're like, always hanging no. out. <laughs> I'm like, let me get my ish together. So I love her. Um, the Tempress also is another one of my favorites. Um, she has popped up in a couple of my spirit guide readings. Um, and I had a recent reading where it was like uh, more of a star seed type reading And she was actually like, she's actually one of my main guides and she's like Palladian, like alien, like uh, my main spiritual guide. And so like that right there, like was so powerful to me. So every time I see her in tarot, I'm like, that's my girl. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) um, another one that I recently connected with, and it's actually, um, this card, the strength card popped up a couple times a few weeks ago. And I I don't know why, but it kept calling me for some reason. And I was reading a book that you recommended the tarot for trouble times. Oh, cool. Yes. And I love the quote, the affirmation that it's in the book. It's uh, I use empathy over force to navigate conflict and I'm like, dude, that's totally who I am. I always lead from the heart. I always speak from the heart. So I totally fell in love with that affirmation and with that card. And it makes total sense for me because I'm always trying to be <laughs> leading the gentle way, really. Um, yeah, that's even beautiful. Though I, yeah, so that has been... Um, the cards really, um, that I've connected with. And as you know, the three of cups mm-hmm. <laughs> also, and it's the most beautiful card that I've seen so far is in the light seers tarot, um, right. with the three, ugh, that's one of my favorites. And of course the modern witch, but something about the light seers. Yeah. That's such a beautiful card. Like that one specifically the light seer. It's such a, it's got such a beautiful purple color to it. I know it's almost like, that beautiful calming mm-hmm. not only does the people like like-minded people around you who are so true and like legit are there for you but also the universe your spirit guides are like there as well because you know we're all we've done this already before in another lifetime <laughs> you know yeah. or we're doing it in the in different realms like in different times like right in this moment you and I are recording somewhere else you know in another realm you know it's totally totally crazy I love it yeah same here same right on next question though you mentioned like a couple of different practices a little bit earlier in your sort of introduction to who you are but besides tarot like what's your favorite other practice um well I actually have, it's Reiki, um, just getting it myself has been so life-changing that I just started reading up on it and I have become level one certified. Um, so I know, thank you. So I want to just be comfortable and do it. So I've been trying to practice locally, just at home with my family and on my cats, Um, but yeah, so I totally feel like it, it, it helps. And I've been, um, doing it with my daughter 
and um, trying to help her with her, you know, anxiety. And I feel like it's really helping her step into her strength and like helping her realize that she is supported by the universe. And so I just want to grow my knowledge on that so I can step, be comfortable to step into level two so I can do it distantly and then add that with my tarot readings on Instagram as part of my services. So, and then journaling, of course. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, hopefully in the future, we can have you come on and talk more about Reiki because I'm sure there's lots of people out there who want to know more about it. I mean, I know basically all I know is from you. So even I want to learn more about it. So, Oh, I'm down for sure. Nice. All right. So then finally, just to wrap things up, what does magic mean to you? Oh, magic. I feel like... uh... I feel like it's really self-healing. Like it's really discovering who you really are, like who you, like you are in this realm, like what you're here to do so that you can heal yourself. And while you're healing yourself, you heal others. Like, like I said before, you know, you're here to raise your, the vibrations within yourself, but it's really so you can inspire others to self-heal and raise their vibrations. I mean, yeah, there's, you know, like, rituals and practices and, you know, sage and crystals and all that witchy stuff. And, but I feel like magic is yourself. It's what you create. It's discovering your inner power so that, you know, you can find what makes sense to you, whether it's, you know, tarot, whether it's Wicca, whether it's, you know, um, Reiki, Um, you know, I don't know, but for me, it's all of those, like, it's about making my own rituals. I don't like following a book, you know, like, yeah, I'll look up, you know, what this herb is with, you know, what I can do with this crystal, but I don't like to really follow a a book. You know, I like to just follow my intuition and I feel like that's magic. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting here nodding my head because I'm just so in agreement with that. That was such a beautiful way of putting it. Oh, thank you. I I got lost. I totally I totally forgot we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because your own words there were super magic, so no wonder you got lost in them. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was beautiful. And honestly, all of the responses. I mean, you um, and the other two women on the show, like, just I think you guys put such a you really thought about that question and I'm so glad that you did because it was my favorite. I was so excited for all of your answers for that question and you guys really brought your A-game. I am so excited to share this with the world. Aw, thanks, love. And so, Elena, where can everybody find you on the internet? Ooh, so right now I am on Instagram as um, Mars underscore Elena underscore Lightworker. Um, I don't have my blog really up and running yet, but I'm going to, once it's really up and running and official in the next few weeks, I'm going to post it up on my Instagram. Okay, Elena. Well, thank you for being here. And I can't wait to have more discussions with you. We'll talk to you soon. Same. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this introduction to the Tarot Coven cast. Stay tuned later today for our second episode all about how we like to celebrate the new moon. Until then, everyone, keep making magic.